You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Check. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon here with publisher Jody Demlin. And Jody, lot to get through as usual uh, here on the Cards Cast, and and we're gonna we're gonna touch base on men's basketball. They had their ten game win streak snaps. We're gonna touch base on that. Might have a, a little bit of recruiting there at the end. Also gonna talk some women's basketball who snapped a, an unfortunate two game streak of theirs. And then we got baseball starting up this weekend. So I wanted to get a little preview on that and what to expect as their season gets underway. But, Jody, let's do start with men's basketball. You knew good things always come to an end. And if they're going to do so, might as well get it done during their regular season. But as their their 10-game win streak comes to a snap in, in really an ugly fashion, it just didn't seem like they got the effort that, that they wanted really for 40 minutes as, as Georgia Tech led Louisville the, the entire way and, again, broke that 10-game snap on Wednesday night. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, is like, you're right. It was going to happen. It was going to end. Uh, and so they weren't going to win the rest of their games. And, and quite honestly, if you look back to other years, it's not as big of a, to me, it's not as big of a head scratcher as some other losses down that, that, that we've seen with Louisville. I remember the South Florida loss. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was ridiculous yeah. and, and on that one. But this one was to a team, in my opinion, that's just not a great matchup. I mean, they, they've got two guards that can penetrate and get in the lane, and that's what Louisville has struggled with. And I've said all along, we talked about this last week on the podcast. We said Louisville's toughest opponents in the NCAA tournament is going to be that second game of the first weekend or that, that Sweet 16 game against a, you know against a team like Marquette or a team like, uh, you know, just pick another one. Well, I mean, you look at Texas, at Texas Tech. They had a guy who could penetrate, get in the lane, and do some damage. That's what hurt them last night. And uh, uh, I, I hate to say that that I called it, but I, I, I we talked about it, Michael, and uh, and uh, with that yeah. it was going to be a tough game. And it, I just didn't think they would play as bad as they did because because really, to be honest, if they play anywhere near what they've been playing and during a ten game winning streak, they win that game by fifteen points. And and that's the disappointing thing. I agree. You know, I, I agree. I think there's some bad matchup there. We saw that obviously when they met the first time in the Yum Center, which really, if looking back on it, Louisville was kind of lucky to to hang on to that victory. I mean, there could have been a la- that last second shot by DeVoe in the Yum Center. If that falls, you know, Louisville may not have enjoyed that that ten game win streak. Um, you know, and then I think if you couple that to you know, they are now start the players and the coaches are now starting to get really peppered with, you know, are you a potential one seed type questions and and just constant questions on that win on that winning streak. And that may have had a, a little bit of an impact as well coming into a game with it. Most expected Louisville to go in and take care of business. And and that certainly wasn't the case. But uh, again, if you're going to have one of those potential hopeful uh, attention grabber type of games where you do have a, a head scratching loss, better to get it away here. You know, and then regroup as you as you start to look forward towards uh, Clemson and then finish out the, the regular season strong. But still quite control of their own destiny, still leading the, the ACC, so still in a great position. I mean, it's all going to come down. I mean, you've got you've got to win the games you should win. It, it, here, here's my – the biggest thing for me is to watch this team, and I do think that this is not um, – 
I, I won't even say toughness. I, I don't I don't know what it is about this team. Maybe at times they just get a little lackadaisical, maybe is, is the best way to put it. But I want to see them. I need to see them come out strong on Saturday because it's OK yeah. to lose one game, but you can't let that affect the next game and then go, that two go into three. That's when it starts to go into four. That That's when it can be ugly. That's when things can get you know, go on the downhill turn so fast. And you don't want that to happen. As we get in the last few weeks of this season, you want to kind of right the ship and, 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 and keep things going in the right way. And I think they will. I do think there'll be a lineup change. I know everybody's talking yep. about the backcourt. To me, I think the front court is more important than the backcourt. I think Malik Williams needs to be on the floor to start the game with his energy and his and his aggressiveness. It's just nothing against Steven, and I don't know that you don't start them together, although then you then you take Dwayne Sutton, who's been really kind of your your intensity guy off the floor. Um, I, I just think for for whatever reason, Steven Enoch needs a little bit of a fire lit under him right now. And uh, and to me, that's a bigger problem than 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 the Jordan. Jordan just had a bad a couple of bad games. I mean, he's just had a couple of games like that. He's been great other than that. And and you know, Fresh is, is gonna do what Fresh is gonna do. David's been in now the game and I think you can start David. But to me, Malik Williams is the one that needs to start. Yeah, I'm curious to see where that uh, will fall. Obviously, Chris Mack will will talk to the media about it uh, tomorrow. I'm sure the question is going to come up after he he you know brought it to the attention himself during his post game uh, uh, radio pro comments uh, following the loss. But really curious to see how that does develop because I, I I I agree with you, Jody. I think you know the way Malik and we really saw that. I mean, he's kind of described as the really the the lone guy that really went full effort for each moment that he was on the floor against Georgia Tech. And we've seen that. We've talked about it, you know, on the board message boards at Cardinal Authority. We've talked about it here in the podcast about how when he's in, especially late in games, he really seems to bring that energy. And that's certain something that certainly as he continues to, to get healthier and stronger, you know, that, that really seems like something that's earned its way into the starting lineup. Same with David Johnson. I think he's probably going to get the nod. So wouldn't be surprised to see if two uh, two brand new starters you know, come this weekend down in Clemson. No, I, I definitely think so. And, uh, and like I said, I'm intrigued to see what happens. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, I think, you know, I, you, you hate to see a game like they had, you know, the starters with just 18 points. Kelly Dickey, I got to give him a shout out for that one. The lowest total of points for a Louisville starting five since 1947. When they when they the, the starters scored 17 in a 20 to 13 victory over Georgetown College. So uh, the bench only had three in that game. This time the bench had plenty more. Uh, but again, I think when your bench has scored uh, when your bench has scored 20 or more points in nine of the last 11 games, I think that's when, you know, there's time there's time for a change. And I'm intrigued to see what they do and how they and how they do it. It will be uh, it will it will be a uh, an interesting start on uh, this weekend uh, to the Saturday game at Clemson. And uh, and I think Louisville will come out with some fire. Hey, so, Michael, we'll uh, we'll update the class of 2021 board. There's a lot of moving parts right now and a lot of different things and guys that they're they're recruiting and, and, and things like that. We'll update that coming up here. Uh, within the next couple of weeks, we've been keeping you up to date on the guys that they've been offering. Um, just a, a quick update on recruiting. Uh, just a quick update on recruiting that for uh, for now, though. Um, Roosevelt Wheeler was the kid who visited last week. 
Efton Reed and Roosevelt Wheeler are two big guys in the class of 2021 uh, that Chris Mack went to see a couple weeks ago with Mike DeGeese. Louisville's in on both of them. Efton Reed's going to be a really tough get. I mean, I think he probably ends up at Virginia. Um, you know, he is really focused uh, Ian on academics and 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 I just think that Virginia's done a good job with him and that is probably where that's going to to be. Um, I think Louisville has a really good chance though uh, to get Roosevelt Wheeler. I think it's Louisville and NC State right now. Who knows what'll happen this summer? Uh, and I think his stock will go up. But Louisville's done a great job. Coach Mack uh, went to see him and they've done a good job with him. And I think they've got a chance of that. Trevor Keels is a kid from uh, from Paul the uh, Sixth there in Fairfax, Virginia. That's where VJ King ended his career uh, in high school. They offered him officially. They offered him a couple of weeks ago, but officially uh, they offered him. Uh, it came out uh, uh, on Thursday night. He's he's a really good player, um, and and they're in there, and he's interested from what I understand. Uh, it's going to be a tough get though. He's one of those kids. He's going to be a three to four year role player in my opinion, at the next level. He's a kid who's probably going to stay around 40 to 50 in the in the rankings. I'd say, you know, 35 to 45 probably range. Um, and Duke and Carolina have already offered. Uh, a lot of people have already offered. So it's going to be tough for him. Uh, it's going to be tough for him. But Louisville in on some guys uh, in that 2021 class. Uh, Trey Kaufman, uh, Coach Mack has been to see a couple times this year. And, and we all know Christian Lander. Uh, uh, as well. So we'll, we'll keep you updated on that. A huge win tonight for uh, on Thursday night for the Louisville women, two game losing streak. Uh, I can't remember the last time they had a three game losing streak and we don't have to worry about that now because Jasmine Jones had 19 and Kylie Shook almost had a triple double and the women getting their swagger back, Michael. Yeah, obviously, you know, I mean, if I guess if you add in the exhibition to the U.S. team, you know, that would be three losses in a row. And you have to wonder how much that may you know, potentially impacted them mentally. But obviously a very tough schedule falling to Florida State, falling at Syracuse, both very difficult, tough games. But certainly going on the road at number four, NC State, getting you know some great performances, you know, like Kylie Shook with a double double of 10 and 10, you know, to pull out that 66, 59 victory on the road. It gets a really, really good Wolfpack uh, team. and. and jump right back into, into the top spot in the ACC standings themselves. Yeah, if Louisville wins out, and and, and, and to be quite honest, uh, we've talked about this plenty during the season, Louisville's final uh, five games after. This was their toughest stretch. Florida State, Syracuse, yeah. and Florida State, Syracuse, and NC State, the toughest stretch that they had of the season, you know, to be quite honest. I mean, they, they did play Oklahoma State, Oregon State, and, and Ohio State back-to-back-to-back, but they had a, 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 a break in there, and but this was a tough stretch. Now, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's five games that are manageable. And three of the last five games are at the KFC Yum Center. They, they'll they take on a 10-15 and 15 Notre Dame team that lost at Boston College uh, tonight on Thursday night. They'll take on them on Sunday. They're 104 uh, in the RPI. They've got at Pittsburgh next week. They're 4-20 and 20 on the season and 1-12 and 12 in league play. At Georgia Tech, they're they're in the top hundred, but they're sixteen and eight, seven and six, and then they finish up with games at home against Boston College and Senior Day against Virginia Tech, games that they all should win. And uh, and to be quite honest, uh, I would be very surprised if this team doesn't finish twenty seven and three, and they don't finish sixteen and two in league play. Which, if that happens, they would be uh, co champions and they would be the number one seed in the ACC tournament, and that's exactly what you want.
Absolutely. And, you know, so you got to really like where both the basketball programs are sitting, you know, at this point in the year. Obviously, the men coming off of a, a loss, women snapping that two game uh, losing streak in a very impressive fashion. So as the season starts to wind down with these final games, I can't believe how quickly it's gone. Both of them sitting in great in great position. A team that's starting their season this weekend that's also in great position is Louisville Baseball. Number one in a number of national polls. They're going to get things started with a three-game set on the road at Ole Miss, number 18 in, the, in, in one of the polls, number tw- top 25 in, in a number of others as well. So uh, Dan McDonald's squad, he's starting his 14th year with Louisville, if you can believe that or not, 14 years. But, yeah, starting it on a very difficult road, uh, road schedule uh, in Ole Miss. You know, it's not going to be easy getting things started down in Oxford. Yeah, no, it's not. And, uh, you know, Reed Detmer's – Bobby Miller and uh, and Luke Smith are going to get the ball this weekend. I'm going to I'm interested to see um, what happens, Michael, as far as uh, the position players go. We did a yeah. piece early in the week I did on projected starters. Uh, at least one of those starters we have heard Dan McDonald kind of mentioning or hinting about it uh, that uh, that they've got some injuries right now. Uh, they'll be missing a regular this weekend, uh, and uh, and it's going to be interesting uh, to see. Who plays second base? Um, you know, Dan talked about it uh, on the radio that uh, um, that Lucas Dunn's got a, a little bit of an injury and will be out for a couple weeks. So I, I don't, you know, they've got so many possibilities. They've got so many guys that they can plug in at different spots. Um, it, it's a matter, and I hate to I hate to put this pressure on him, although that's what he makes <laughs> the big bucks for. He's got to push the right buttons and uh, he's got to keep everybody happy, and and it's going to be difficult to do. Um, but there's a good, there's a good culture on this team this year. There's some good leaders and some good guys that, uh, that, that can kind of help with that. I'm pumped up. I'm excited to, uh, to see them. I'm actually going to be in Clemson. You're going to be in Oxford. Uh, and, and it's going to be fun to, uh, to kind of come back and hopefully they can get three wins and then Wednesday have some decent weather. It doesn't look great right now, but hopefully that, uh, that we can have some decent weather. Um, but I'm, I'm pumped up, Michael, and I'm excited for this baseball season. And uh, I'm going to make my prediction right now. All right. I'm doing a, I'm doing a thing tonight, and, uh, and I'll post it uh, uh, at some point uh, uh, before the start of the season on Friday at 5 o'clock. I think Bobby Miller is going to be the MVP of this team. And I know that's going against the grain when yeah, there's two yeah. All-Americans and Reed Detmers and Alex Benellis. Uh, but I agree with Dan McDonald. I don't think the nation really realizes just how electric and how good Bobby Miller is. He was touching 98 last week in their scrimmages. And when you can do that on a consistent basis as a starter, it puts you on a, another level. And, uh, and Louisville's got the best best weekend rotation in the country. Let's just hope they, uh, they get off to a good start because the last couple years, remember, Louisville hasn't gotten off to a good start. Yeah, and I like your choice of Bobby Miller. I mean, obviously, the spotlight is going to be on Reed Detmers and Alex Benellis. Um, you know, I, I dislike hearing the, the the words that Lucas Dunn may be out for a little bit. Not sure on how long, but a little bit nicked up. But, you know, he's a guy that I have pegged as a potential MVP candidate as well. And and if he is out, hopefully it's brief and, and could come back and have one of those type of performances. And I think if he does, you know, is if he's one of those guys that can take the next step, then that's certainly a great signal for Louisville to get back to the College World Series. But yeah, get it all started this weekend with the three-game set. Uh, you know, down in Oxford again, as you mentioned, I'll be in Oxford. You're going to be at Clemson, so we're going to have it completely covered here at CardinalAuthority.com. 
No doubt about it. We'll see you next week on the Cards Cast. It's been Jody Dumbling and Michael McCammon here. CardinalAuthority.com. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.